Juwan, hi. hi. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Is, Thank you. Oh, this is this is quite weird, but at the same time, I'm so excited for this one. Like, uh, I haven't spoken to you in almost like four years, yeah. and <laughs> I remember. So I was just I was doing this thing where I was just like you know I was I was just looking at how many followers I had, and I'm like, let me just send everyone or how many like two hundred uh, messages at once, and just see how many XAISs or knows I get. And you were one of the first people who said like you really like you were actually like interactive. Mostly just everyone still know I I know okay. I have this anxiety thing which I'm like okay I can respect that because but uh, when you when you when you ask with more so I, I I can actually understand when someone's interested. So I'm like finally I, I stop everything. I'm like okay mm-hmm. what is the what does this person want? But talking so anytime exactly, I'm up for any. I always had I always had really nice conversations with you and I was always the one of the people who weren't awkward around. Actually, uh. <laughs> so I I tried to do them. So, uh, my first thing is I have like I mean, I, how have you been in the last four years? What's been up with you? And three years was amazing. Three years in college was amazing. Last one year, I thought I would you know chill and travel a bit, but uh, unfortunately, COVID nineteen <laughs> came uh, and I was stuck at home. And then uh, currently, I'm studying MBA. And like last year, I studied a bit for CAT and everything. And so this year, I joined for an MBA. Yeah. So you went to I am Kansa. I am Ranchi. Ranchi. Right now I am Ranchi. Nice, nice man. I am. What do you expect, man? So congratulations. That. <laughs> I, I think so. I'm very curious to see, especially one of you, especially your journey from because I've known you since you were maybe like in eight, ninth or tenth, and I was in like sixth because we have a three-year age gap. Yeah. But so after seeing that Joanne and Joanne eleven twelfth and so after twelfth we kind of like lost contact you know I only found it through Instagram through you huh um but very interestingly I spent a lot of time with your brother as well but what I found especially about you first you were very you were someone who's always social and you always spoke to every single person and people at our age and especially yeah. when like the people we we are we're not very talkative or if we are um. And you were someone who spoke to a lot of guys as well, and you spoke to girls as well. But you were someone who wasn't one scared to talk to guys. And I think that's where uh, my first thing was: how did you? How were you always? Were you always just social as a child, or was it something that you kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Can you please talk so, about? So I was actually an introvert, believe it or not, until like, but it was very small. Like until like I was maybe seven, I was an introvert. So my parents they wanted me to get me out of that shell. So they put me into a lot of activities and programs. when i was a child itself so i did a lot of dancing public speaking and even if i was horrible at singing they used to make me go and perform up on the stage so as to you know instill that confidence in me and like you know talk to people and i think um dps even though it was a little restrictive in the whole not talking to boys thing a I little think, uh, a little <laughs> <laughs> it's okay sorry <laughs> sorry so continue yeah so even though it was uh, a little restrictive in that boys thing i mean um i felt like i i i came out of that shell when i went to college further on like college was completely open and it was bombay as well it's sunny and seen zevers college bombay so everyone was really open over there and like you could everybody you could literally see people doing things in the cafeteria and like you know everything everyone was really open over there and so it was it was uh, it was a great change of exposure for me so that was where i realized how you could um you know talk to guys without any awkwardness in you and and like i think i think being in a separate environment you have a little restriction in talking to other people within yourself as well right so i think uh, bombay changed me a lot that way 
and uh, activity is definitely like people should participate in extracurricular activities in order to you know come out of that shell of yours that's a very interesting thing that we cuz um one of the very first people that i actually spoke to when i came to when i was in 6th grade was um you cuz you used to sit at the so girl you know if you remember girls you sit in the front yeah. guys you sit at the back so so you have what a great the, memory by the way i know, <laughs> I know. I this. so um no because then these are memories that you bus was really bus was like an amazing part of my life yeah um and so there used to be this hierarchy where the youngest sat right in front and the oldest sure. sat right at the back so it, it's very hierarchical and so bit like you know how like how like uh, the hierarchy in a business firm so i found that very similar to this and how so you were at so you were in 9th 10 but you saw us sit at the back and me being in front so we we tend to spoke a lot and and i think you were one of the first people that i spoke to and i was always you know i was someone who was always chill and there was no awkwardness with me and that also did come because i had a lot of female friends outside of school as well so it wasn't like i was only surrounded by guys back in 6th itself back in 6th wow. look at this you know all of them of my cousins that doesn't count but still okay <laughs> they don't cover they were, they were building friends as well <laughs> so um but that's not the point but it was more about the social interaction rather than the gender part yeah. so and i think one thing that I always uh, especially appreciate about you was you were always maybe you were always positive and you were always um you you always ready to talk to someone you want you never had maybe you had your preconceived you maybe you had your judgments inside but you never made a very evident that you and you always spoke to everyone equally you know there wasn't any specific um maybe queries you had against each of them but what i found really interesting especially with some with especially if and I, this is going this is going to be something very interesting i'm going to talk but especially with some of the female who's very talkative rumors do get to rumors spread a lot about because you're talkative with every single person right and especially guys and you know how guys brains work as well how did you kind of deal with that part of the thing where you know because every single guy that i remember i'll tell you the story later but um how did you deal with that maybe that innate sexism that most guys had where you know if you if like if you're talking to so many guys you must be having something with them so how did you kind of deal with that first because i think most women who are especially so as social as you do deal with that quite a bit yeah i mean just don't let it affect you i mean you do you because i've always known that networking is very important like this again was again in ug not in school or anything but this is an undergrad in college even in college i've faced a lot of this but i knew uh, networking was very important and so um, i did me i mean i mean i didn't care about what others told about me it never actually affected me because my parents have brought me up in that way they never you know considered boys to be as an alien entity or you know anything as such so um gossips happen i mean there's nothing you can do about it maximum maybe prove yourself innocent or i mean you know whatever so that's it i mean just don't let it i always had a very carefree attitude actually i never very delved good. into a lot of drama and i hate drama actually but <laughs> when it's drama about others i obviously love it but like not about me you know <laughs> so uh, yeah so very true and I think one way of how see the reason I like I used to barely get to know about anything to be honest about drama was see by the time by eighth grade I got into school team right so most of the half the time I used to be like dead tired from just school and just because I was just so exhausted with sports and so and what I found very interesting is that I was someone who was so who was decently social now that I look back to it I was I used to talk it's not like I didn't talk but. uh after like eighth grade my most of my friends most of the people i was talking to was always inside morning games 
and they became like my uh, they became like so it wasn't that i became socially withdrawn but i became i i used to only talk to those people those that That's section yeah and okay. i didn't and it it's a weird thing when when others when the thing is when 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 that group is so small and united other people you can't relate to other people's problems then you start feeling alien especially you're in the same class but the issue they're facing you're like bro no one understands my situation and for good 2 to 3 years i was the only person in my batch who played basketball morning games everyone used to go but i used to be in the basketball school team since the 8th of gate to 8th to 10 i was the only one in my grade but do you feel that people do tend to like of course if people with similar interests similar everything we they do you know people of common interests do group together and one but yeah but um i fa- i always felt that especially with you and you and Johan as well and i see kind of things of you in Johan as well but of course Johan is a separate person as well because i spent a lot more time with Johan because then with you and he was someone who was always ready to take risks and he was also talkative as well it wasn't like he wasn't talkative but he knew but he was always ready to like push that boundary as well do you think you have that in you as well or do you think that's kind of like not as much yeah, as Johan yeah. does anything for himself like he's a very big risk taker i'm not so much of a risk taker i i play safe but i wouldn't mind taking a few risks like you know if it's for like fun and i wouldn't mind taking such risks but like i play safe mostly you do that 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 Yeah. The thing that you said, um, you you only mingling with your cohort of people. It's very true, especially like if you're going abroad and everything. Just you know, take this as an advice uh, for person who's been through all of this. So uh, my friends have all gone abroad, but you know the thing that I've noticed about all of them is that they have their own group of Indian friends over there, and like they just have their closest Indian friends. I mean, it's it's true that birds of the same feather flock together, but. Um, but there's a reason why you're going abroad right you want to expo- experience that exposure so you know try to get out and it's true that sometimes britishers they have that stereotype against indians and you know all of that might happen but you know just try to get out of that shell of yours and and you know mingle with them and it usually mostly happens that indians usually you know are a tight knit group of themselves but you know just try to get out of that shell try to talk to a lot of people you know they might not be responsive at first but that's their own problem right they might be introvert by themselves and they might not be they might not get a maybe a friendly vibe from you or something but like you know just talk to them and understand their stories and and that that's how you increase your network and i think that's that's one reason why i did start the these conversation like so you're the 50th person I'm talking to. So yeah, wow. that's it. Yeah. Number. <laughs> I know, right? Um so I so I started my my journey kind of started with doing these Instagram lives. So this was right after lockdown, first lockdown and this was September time. Um and like lockdown was okay for me. It wasn't too bad, too good, but I felt a bit bored. And I wanted to challenge myself and I wanted to challenge every f- aspect of myself, whether it be mentally, whether it be physically, whether it be socially. So I found socially what what better to what better way to challenge yourself than to go live and uh, because life like people don't realize life is hard to talk to constantly <laughs> when people are watching you at the moment at least this is a little yeah. more relaxed it's just the two of us but live was so i so one reason why uh, so i i did the ib program in india over okay. here i did ib here so we need i need a few hours for um, community service okay. and um, i was show sure, us falling short on it so i decided to do an internet i decided to do like a uh, maybe like uh, i started uh, an instagram 
lives on mental health in the restaurant because i think more than ever we needed time to talk to uh, talk about okay. that yeah. so i i thought i would just be doing three episodes and i would be done with it just give that you know just to three episodes i tried to be as clean as possible so i i got three guests that i know would be very comfortable my brother my one of my closest friends and another person i had gotten so i think after the first live that i did with my brother ansh you must have seen him quite well um yeah. but after i did my live with him it was weird where the response that i got was really interesting and like the seeds of during the pandemic during time, right? pandemic, everybody was yeah. dealing people with at time pandemic. see and what i found interesting was no one was uploading lives no one was see people were doing these conversations and everything to record but no one was doing instagram lives and the best mm-hmm. thing about instagram lives is the engagement part where people can comment people can watch what you're doing at this moment so there was a fear as well to it but there's also like this there was like an adrenaline rush that you can feel as well so the seeds of networking as you mentioned were already planted but as i did more and more and again i you know it better than as you said consistent firstly people will people made fun of me people criticized me without that and i found it fun and people used to joke around in the comments as well which i found hilarious it was like that proper proper boys wala humor which uh but which when you don't look at it from when you when you look out it when you look at it from like outside the boys locker boys or locker room but boys all boys classroom it's kind of disgusting to be honest <laughs> but it is what it is and i think that's been the seeds of plant and then i remember i and consistency was key for me so i just yeah. posted and i had that time that i, I was in grade 12 but still had that time to post 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 and when people realized that this wasn't something that i was just doing for fun and this was just something that i enjoyed and like they could see my true personality you can't see someone's personality in like 15 seconds right you can you can just never know what they were doing and that's what i found very interesting especially like i went through instagram and all it's it's a lot of times instagram is very represented is sometimes does not actually represent the person that it is you know everyone wants to put out another image of themselves but the instagram your what i found interesting about your instagram is it represents completely who you are it's very <laughs> positive it's like the pictures that you click very quirky <laughs> very quirky very quirky and just very you so was this something that you did intentionally or was it something just happened to just especially your captions as well so oh, yeah. no i mean as i said i don't let other people define me right so it's just me and instagram is my page and i get to do whatever i want to do as long as it comes under the social guidelines and everything so it's just me it's me and my natural element and instagram is just a, a portrayal of that to the public forum that's <laughs> pretty much it you can see me jamming you can see me vibing you can see me doing all sort of dumb things that a person would normally do in their own room alone or whatever so I don't mind putting it up to the world, and that—that's who I am. And I don't want a double personality mm-hmm. when others see me. Yeah, I don't think anyone—I don't think people intentionally do that, but it happens so that you know once you once. And that's the thing about response, like engagement. It can either go two ways. It can either make you go in another different way, where you know when you post a certain type of pictures, you get more number of likes, and that like system, that yeah, number yeah. that is there. So it it there's something it does psychologically to you or if you get like a good compliment after that so psychologically and i think we will get to that in our conversation as well my next question was maybe change to mumbai so if i'm not wrong um, you're south indian right are you kerala right yeah. yeah yes yes so but i mean one wouldn't inherently know that you're 
from Kerala, especially with the way. And I think maybe I'm being a bit racist here, but <laughs> how was that change? How was it going to Bombay, especially like living in living in Dubai, predominantly of your life? How was it maybe then going back to India or Bombay in general? So. Could you talk about First that? First of all, I will tell you, I loved Bombay. Like, uh, I had my uh, restrictions about not my restrictions. What's what's the right word for it? I had my uh, apprehensions about Bombay. Like, people had their own apprehensions about me being a uh, born born and brought up in Dubai, brought up in Dubai, and then and then you know planted in India and like a city like Bombay, and like you know the the first thing that strikes in Bombay is like the the crowd, the fast life, and so everybody is like, will she adjust? I mean, she's been living in such a you know bubble, a luxury bubble over here, and how will she adjust in Bombay? And honestly, it was amazing. I love Bombay for the city it is, the the people there, the vibe, everything. It's it's a very student friendly city that too. So it was it was never difficult for me to adjust over there. And um, Kerala actually I haven't stayed a long time in Kerala, right? I mean, because we just go there for like a month when we're in Kerala like, to visit our grandparents. So I don't actually connect a lot to Kerala. So adjusting to Bombay was a lot more easier. Um, actually, and then, I think, you know, this other thing about Bombay, I realized is that we had a hostel, right? And in a hostel, uh, I, I was someone who didn't even know how to switch on a washing machine. In hostel, we didn't have a washing machine. We had to literally wash our own clothes. So that, that was a completely mind-wrecking uh, thing for me, you know, washing every day and all of that. So uh, Bombay as a person, as, as a city, made me a better person. It made me more independent of uh, who I am. It made me, uh, you know, so about the LGBTQ community, if you take about it, we weren't not given a lot of exposure when we were in school, right? And also maybe because back in 2017, it was not a big um, media oriented thing back then. Like right now, everybody hypes it up, not not hypes it up, hypes it up is a very wrong word. Everybody hypes it up. No, you're, you're right, you're right. It, it, like, and this is not in the sense, but people, not hype it up in the sense keep there is a lot more exposure about it maybe correct everybody yeah. is very aware of it right now right so uh, back in school a lot of people weren't and i i wasn't very comfortable with the lgbtq community mainly because i wasn't aware of that whereas bombay made me very aware of that because on the streets you could see uh, transgenders walking on the streets and and everybody was very comfortable with that so that made me comfortable with them that made me talk to them understand their story their perspective as to how they live their life and you know the difficult they face in their life so I think Bombay has made me adjust uh, and Bombay has made me a much better person of myself as I was in Dubai because in Dubai all that I saw was a luxury life a luxury bubble that people lived in interesting very very interesting so I think you did speak about one thing and then people associate Bombay with you know the Bollywood and all that aspects but you spoke on a very interesting aspect where the fast-paced life was something I think it, it it's a bit it's very similar to uh, Dubai as well. It's that fast pace comparatively I think. Ask him. Uh, no, I mean the thing is by fast pace life I mean the people even the speed and people walk is really fast in Bombay. Mm. You need to catch up with them. Like the trains, the locals, and everybody just jams into the train. And, you know everything is a very fast pace. I mean not administrative wise obviously because Dubai is very computer administrative wise. It's very fast, uh, but not administrative wise. But otherwise, life wise, it's a very fast life. I think here people are a bit more towards the. A slower side as compared to a metropolitan city like Bombay or I think Bangalore also for the matter. Very true. Interesting, interesting. Another aspect that you actually hit where, uh, hit on where you said that you didn't live in Kerala that much and you only used to go there for summer vacations. So you didn't really identify 
maybe not you you identify like that's your values that you have south indian but because you didn't live there you didn't really you you, you couldn't relate to a lot of things that they did and maybe right. the apprehensions that you could have faced which actually may, might have helped you out maybe in your um, in the long run and very similar to me as well where so i was from so technically dad's from chandigarh but we had a house in delhi so we used to come to delhi and we used to go very few times to lucknow where mom's from and so we used to go every like hope we tried going every year but we used to live there for two weeks to do the bank work and then come back so that was pretty much my <laughs> my my vacation uh, i love banking <laughs> uh, so about that um with that you don't create a bond and i think that's what that's what especially a lot of girls kids do struggle with identity correct the home to to between two homes factor, yes right? so did that affect you ever or, and especially when you did come back to india uh you you said that you never thought about it too much i understand that but was there a part of you where you were, did you ever like question your identity at times whether it came to like or no uh, so i always identified dubai as my home uh, because i didn't have much of a relation with kerala i always identified dubai as a home but uh, not not being in kerala a lot had my apprehensions about the kerala students and kerala people over there like so it's so we only see kerala through movies and uh, maybe short films or you know or articles or anything else half news. my class half my class as well <laughs> that helps <laughs> yeah <laughs> that you must see the kerala is in dubai yeah. much different from yes kerala yes kerala. very true you said yes. and the same thing with the north as well so north that they that most people see is through either through bollywood or media yeah. and the way the media presents yeah. is it's horrible like oh my <laughs> god like i could just like i was just reading khalid times india site every day it used to be always someone getting murdered someone's getting fraud someone's getting raped this that i'm like fuck Correct. nothing positive yeah. and this is pura india and and, bo- and bobby is just either ambani's house or daravi but there's no middle <laughs> exactly. in india <laughs> yeah oh that was so yeah so as i was saying uh, i had my apprehensions about people of kerala like people from kerala when i was in bombay so there were kerala students in my class and but i never mingled much with them because i was like oh you know they're like those ones that we see in the movies and you know and like i i i thought that they, they would be more of um what do you say snobbish. conservative uh, conservative or no no snobbish uh, like snobbish. The, the people that you see in movies are usually snob- like students especially they're very snobbish and so i thought they would be as such but towards the third year i started uh, mingling with a lot of carelites as well and that's when i realized i was so wrong and like honestly there was so much of fun because as you said i related to them a lot because you know the whole malu factor <laughs> but then um, it was beautiful and i wished i had mingled with all of them much earlier in my college and obviously i could have had a much better time as well if i had those friends as well i think another thing that i was very curious to ask you was living outside of home maybe and i'll get to what i mean by that was how did you how was your parents how were your relationship with like maybe your parents especially like you know where because you were living outside and that attachment that you know the concept of home completely changes right because hmm. i mean right now for 3 years your home was bombay Correct. and maybe of course you used to come back here and there but what were the changes that you saw you saw in yourself first especially when you went to bombay and throughout your journey in bombay so what was something that you observed that you know you started learning you started doing differently from before bombay yeah so as i said it made me a lot a lot independent uh 
uh, I mean, in, in many factors, not just the washing clothes part, it made me how to learn how to handle money. And because your obviously parents handle your money and financial, this thing. And, and like Bombay made me learn how to handle money, learn, made me learn how to save up for it, made me learn the difficulties of other people not having money. And, and you know, one thing that I saw in my class itself was that Bombay gave us a diversity of people, not just in cultural diversity, financial diversity as well. Because in our school, we have more or less a same range of people, right, who come to our school. Maybe one or two might be in two extremes, but like most of them, majority lies in a, a same spectrum. But in Bombay, it wasn't that. There were, there were students who were extremely rich, who had like film set, like weddings that happened over seven to eight days. And then we had students who the college had to fund so that they could have a, a decent education. So we saw the struggles of the, the, the lower side as well and how they struggled every day to learn the language. First of all, everything was in English. So they, they struggled to learn the language English. They lost all their marks in the exam because they didn't know how to translate it into English during their papers. So I learned a lot of struggles and, and obviously it made me more accommodating to all of them. And um, secondly, it made me more empathetic. Bombay as a city made me very empathetic to you know, everyone that you see on the road, the homeless and you know, the poor kids that you see on the road. And um, then what else? Bombay um, made me how to adjust to life and taught me adaptability, resilience, uh, a lot of things actually something that i hadn't learned in the mainly because you know when you live with your parents again you're in that pampered bubble of yours right and bombay made me break out of that bubble and explore a whole new world out there so and then and i said a relationship with parents it hasn't changed much honestly and uh so here, when I was in Dubai, like in 12th, I was obviously a little restricted by my parents and Bombay uh, opened me up to a lot of other things. And so they were fine with it, actually. So they let me go. They didn't have choice, to be honest. <laughs> they didn't have like, they, they won't have, it's not like they were controlling every single thing from Bombay. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the independence. <laughs> I mean, even if, they did, even if they did, I always found loopholes to let yeah, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, but also when you talk and i wanted to talk about like the covid when the covid 19 pandemic hit and i think you graduated in that in that pandemic thing right if i'm not wrong. yeah so and then you said you there was a few months where you know you weren't sure what you were going to do then you did your cat exam and then you got to iim so how has that journey been like how the online learning part of doing your mba been and how and what just started actually it just oh, started just... a month ago ah. yes it just started so i just joined this year but uh yeah continue no no so i was asking you uh, so for the pandemic for the when the lockdown hit you were you in dubai or were you in bombay no, I, was a, I was in bombay and then bombay. just before the lockdown started I, I flew to kerala and i was there for like a year after that in kerala okay so hmm. so you were yeah. there with because your grandparents so you were not allowed to come so you yeah. were like so how, banned, right? so, huh. come back to the so how was that aspect of life and what did you learn during the pandemic? So I've asked you in Bombay, I've asked you about your school. How was that lockdown period personally for you? Because you had graduated and then you had time on your hands. So how was that particular journey for you? Yeah, so I decided to take a gap year to actually reevaluate my options and, you know, to see, I was actually very confused when I was in third year. I didn't know whether to, you know, sit for placements or whether to go for MSc statistics or do an MBA or, you know, things like that. So I decided to take a gap year or reevaluate my options. Obviously, parents weren't so into my gap year plan as any parents are. Uh, they want their student to, you know, they want their kid to, you know, go one after the other. But anyway, I did my own thing and uh, I'm actually very glad I did that. Um, so Kerala, wait, 
your question was uh, how my lockdown my pandemic was yeah, was right? how was yeah so that includes kerala zone right so yes yes um so pandemic as i was fortunate enough to have my friends around me so mental health was not much of an issue for me actually i mean there were days i missed my parents i missed my family but obviously i was with my grandparents and they were so wholesome like you know how grandparents are like you say you like this thing and then they just keep on <laughs> bombarding you with the same thing over and over so when I mean, they were really wholesome but uh, kerala the way they handled the pandemic was amazing honestly because um because we were all uh, kerlites were always used to the uh, virus situation right i think we had the nipah virus before the pandemic before corona virus came so they handled it in a very efficient way in the beginning and even now i think during the second wave when there were oxygen shortage all over the country kerala was actually surplus on oxygen for a point of time so the way they handled the pandemic was great the, the way the government handled the pandemic was great the people not so much because nobody was used to wearing the mask and everything so they're like oh no i can't breathe so i'll just wear my mask underneath the nose and so that was <laughs> how people walked out outside and it is called like do the whole point of the mask is to cover your nose up and you know so there were there were things as such but uh, i mean i'm i'm really fortunate i didn't have any mental uh, health issues i mean i had a lot of friends who were facing that and um it, again it opened up a game a different perspective on on how to deal with because i've never been around people who have mental health issues right and 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 even before the pandemic people were not very open about mental health issues like right now uh, everyone's quite open in saying that yes i am i have depression and all of that so i don't have to deal with people with depression and so that that was pretty much how my uh, pandemic was spent i lo- i read a lot about it because most of my close friends were affected by it so, yeah. so i thought you know that that was that was a new spoke but very friends and how the social aspect of it was really really encouraged like that's only what that, that that really helped you a lot honestly that and, made me sane yeah that that, that did keep you sane and then i think what what i found especially during the lockdown time was i needed like i think most of us especially me was i there was no challenge in life no you were doing the same thing over and over there's a monotony and in monotony there's no challenge there's no excitement so one reason to to get myself a bit excited was just to put myself to just chat and then but what happened with instagram lives was i could only do it with people either in india or abroad so this live thing this lives instagram lives works oh, okay, really okay. with the Isn't video it? sharing feature oh. that i do does not work in in uae oh, okay. so a majority number of people i weren't wasn't able to get so i got like my people from my school people in my grade then i got ex people in dps who were either in either outside or either in india studying medicine and all so and especially when you've spoken to more than 50 people uh, johan and you record you've recorded them and you actually watch it you i can see my journey in itself from when i started to maybe this when i watched this back as well and what do you find very interesting is you yourself start learning and as you said when you started talking to people more and more you understood their issues you understood exactly. where they come from their insights and maybe kind of help your stereotypes so that's where i started having that's why i do i tried like i remember first few lives and so much research this that i need to make everything perfect so i'm like that thing was after okay so what happens is when you have some research in mind you only have you you constantly under the pressure of just mentioning those again and again and but what happens is after you're done with that you kind of, your mind kind of goes blank because you've prepared only for those few moments for those yeah. few points so that's where i kind of spoke i i kind of kept my made flexible points in every single one and that and what that helped me was with networking 
so i had to let you so my way was doing was through instagram i was through instagram i started dming people firstly it was just people in my school and then the minute i shifted to so what i found out was instagram live is quite complicated for the generation above us and i'm like why should i not do that zoom is a lot easier people most but people generation have... above us do you mean me no right <laughs> no i mean you <laughs> With the same generation, I'm only three years younger than you. You forget, like, yeah. Okay, I'm just graduating this year, but goddamn, I'm just three years younger than you. So, um, I think that's when I found out. Keep for Zoom, it's a lot easier. And people and people kind of know what Zoom is, and it's a lot easier to explain and record the meeting and editing. So my thing was editing clips and posting it. So I've only posted right now for one clip. So I've done this recent switch, and I've only recorded. It was the fourteenth one I've recorded in like six days. I spoke to um, Karan and Malcolm actually. So I've done. I saw. Like, yeah, I saw in your. So I recorded. I recorded a conversation. So I'll be posting that about that. And um, so, the fourteen people that I've spoken to right now have been very different people. Like I've spoken to, let's say, Karan and Malcolm. Karan started streaming in uh, Twitch. Uh, Malcolm is in Parsons right now doing. Uh, yeah, I fashion. see his Instagram a while. Like it comes on my explosive. Yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. Like I like it's. I can't explain. It's so like, different from how people in our school was, and yeah, it's honestly. And no, what I'm seeing right now is, you see, you're seeing uh, glimpses of what they were, but in reality, what you're seeing on their Instagram, what you're seeing out when they're outside school, is the real deal of what these people right. actually are, yeah. and you're actually seeing them kind of flourish in an environment that they're not constantly judged in. Yes. So. And I also, and in this mid in this conversation, I spoke to an ex ambassador of India as well. I saw, so, which, and so, I was which, like, which, oh, how will I succeed this? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. See, my thing is not about getting people, getting these senior people. I want to get people of all age groups. It doesn't matter whether you, you've not, you've just completed your twelfth, whether you're in school, whether you're a fucking ambassador, or whether you are in doing your university. Everyone has a story to tell, and I think that's what I found really interesting was. my communication especially with my teachers with emails with my school side of it improved a lot when i started this because you're forced to kind of and the thing was time management time management was massive that i learned this time management man- managing um studies and this so for the first 35 40 videos moment i had no idea what the hell i was doing and the thing was i was never someone who posted a lot and i was always i kept myself very low and that's only when i suddenly started posting That's when he went, and I was posting, and I was seeing some really good things, like you know, like my, like this live. I was doing like thirty-five, forty minutes. It wasn't like the five, ten-minute one. People actually saw the conversation that I was making. They they started suggesting me names. That was pretty bizarre. Um, Amazing. I mean, how you've evolved and how you <laughs> challenge yourself to like the person you are right now. Great. Yeah, thank you so much. It it does mean a lot, you know, when like people who've seen me through our journey can see. And so the last two years have been very transformative for me. I left grade. I left in between my grade twelve actually. So I didn't tell you this. So the reason why I'm graduating with Johan right now is, I'm I was a year older than Johan, so I was always a batch yeah. older. So in grade twelve, twenty nineteen, so July twenty nineteen, actually two years back, um. I we decided to come back to India for some reason for a reason, okay. and I was like, do I really want to continue doing CPSU? I was I really happy with doing science, and so my first thing was actually going commerce, and then I'm like, let's let's see what IB is, and then we met someone who who, who did IB, and I really really fell in love with the program. From there, that that's when my journey started, 
and what happened was like the person that I was two years back and the person that I am there's a complete transformation and it's and sometimes like it's 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 quite a quite a drastic transformation and where yeah, a little bit of IB program. Yes, I yes. Very so IB program is called International Bachelorette. It's uh, back, yeah. So it's Swiss, yeah. So it's a uh, Swiss program, and it's a program that's extremely challenging, extremely, uh, extremely, uh, very labor, very intensive. But it's about it's 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 it was modeled after the university style. So how we what you would do in university, we would be doing that for the last two years. And we so would be kind of like so my subjects that I chose were so there are HL and SL concepts. SL was a standard level, and the HL what you would go you would be going more in depth. So the HL okay. subjects that I chose was economics, business, and math. And okay. my standard levels that I chose were English, Hindi, and physics. Don't know why I took physics. <laughs> uh, also, I had a question. You were science with eco, now? Yes, science with math. Same as me. So I had taken science with eco as well. I loved eco. I love Same, I love. Loved eco. Hated yes. chem, hated chemistry hated chem. <laughs> so much. Yeah, like, I mean, I never really understood physics and chemistry because you could not see all of those yeah, atoms, molecules. What are they? I mean, the physics have appreciation. Like, chemistry, I was just like fucking. You know, that's just exceptions after exceptions after exceptions. Like, and physics I'm had like, Gauss law and yeah, uh, <laughs> that was. Happening? I did that a bit. I did like like three months of twelfth as well. So that was fun. So that's that's where I found interesting was. You took science, but then what did you end up pursuing in Xavier's? Uh, mathematics, statistics, and economics. Statistics, yes. So that's been interesting. Were you always interested in this particular thing, and why maybe did you take science? Was this just a parental thing, or was it just something that you wanted? No. So basically, when I was in tenth, I didn't know what to do. I mean, obviously, science, no commerce. One. See, the thing is, in commerce. Yeah, we hadn't learned what commerce is, right? We have learned physics, chemistry back in eighth and ninth. Yeah. We didn't learn. No, what commerce is, and I think that that's the one of the flaws of the CBS, you know, especially our DPS system as well. Was they don't they tell everything? They tell you everything about science, but they have literally nothing about commerce. And yes. I'm not joking, Joanne. Half the people in science would be amazing in commerce. More than half <laughs> the people, more than half the people are pursuing things which they could have easily done if they were in commerce. So that would actually help them. Yeah, maybe. So, because I see a lot of people shifting their stream also, you know, like apart from the basic science back, yeah. they, they, they're going further for like CA programs and all of that. So honestly, yeah. So when I was in 10th, I had no idea about commerce. So my parents were like, okay, you know what, just go for it with science because you, science had a lot of uh, openings, right? Like you could go into mm -hmm. engineering, you could also shift to commerce after you took up science. Right? Yeah. Whereas from commerce to engineering, you can't really have that shift. No, right? so, like, did you want to do engineering? That's my first question. See again, that was you didn't know, right? So yeah, correct. I didn't know what engineering was, and I mean, mm. see, when you get A one in science and tenth, you think that you're the next. Fuck off! Too real, too real, too real. Oh my god! Yeah, you thought, bro, I said I'm ready for eleventh grade science, and then yeah, I'm the next Einstein. <laughs> and then the <laughs> physics hits, science. and the, then the physics, and you have hydrocarbons, and you're yeah. doing all that shit, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> Just hits you. Yeah, and uh, so that's when I realized, okay, physics and chemistry is not exactly what I thought of doing. And so I was really thankful for having eco uh, in my this thing because that was the place that I scored. Yeah, I scored a lot in eco. So, and you know, you know how when you score a lot in a subject, you tend to like that subject a little more of than course, the other one. <laughs> and soon I just fell in love with eco after that. Yeah. Well, we had national income, GDP, and yes. I don't know what all we had. Yes. Oh, national income, GDP. 
you had your um, uh, then you had um, so that's what I learned was uh, of course you had your the Indian eco no Indian eco you had eleven so by the time when I came in eleven we had my we had in we had micro and uh, and statistics in eleventh and macro and uh, Indian eco in twelfth so that by the time we were the first batch that did that so I did micro in eleventh instead of twelfth. Oh, okay. so we had micro macro in twelve. In twelve and Indian. yeah, and Indian and yeah. statistics. So that thing, yeah. So micro was actually like for eleventh micro was quite hard to be honest. So micro, I know I, I enjoyed micro, but comparatively, that's why people used to score a lot in because it used to be Indian and statistics. These are two very very scoring subjects. So micro and uh, micro and statistics made it a little more harder for people. I think that's what. So that's what, so that's why the, we were the first batch that had that change. We had the first batch where my batch has been quite like significant because in tenth grade we had the full first batch where the entire portion changed, and we went back to grades instead of A one A twos. We went back to like the full portion proper the how it went, and in eleventh we had a lot. Yeah, eleventh, correct. Eleventh for everybody that was that. I mean, yeah. it was a whole percentage system, and yeah, I yeah. think I had the terrible percentage. Back I had awful. Back. I had awful. Oh, I had sixty nine back in eleven. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But, but I think that's when you learn from, and I think that's where the adversity part of it came, uh, where you learned how to deal with adversity, and that's where sports really helped me. And what was one thing that you found solace in school, and what was your best memories you think were in school in general? Oh, Sandeepa TV was amazing. Actually, I mean, there was something that I used to look forward to every year. Yeah, I mean, even though we had Bina Ma'am with our <laughs> restrictions and you know, Bina, don't Bina Ma'am. Ah, Bina Ma'am, right? She goes like, no, no, girls are not allowed to go watch the boys match. Boys match. <laughs> the adrenaline that you get when you sneak out of the class and go watch a boys match. So you know all of those memories that we had, and then those Almarai stands that has juice in it, and you <laughs> like those used to be. Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you? Yeah, and then the bunky classes going and sitting in the canteen, and in canteen I think you used to get those chips, right? Ringo uh-huh. and all of those. Ringo, they, they removed that. They removed all those chips. Oh no! Sorry. And I think Colum, Colum, no Caesars came, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, that sucked. We hate Caesars. Yeah, I know. Kovlam was Kovlam so was everything, and... dude. So lucky one of the last, you know, the last batch that had only Ko, only Kovlam, Kovlam biryanis, bro. Yeah, six dirham. Five five dirham, six dirham. That biryani still was amazing. Like, I don't know why they changed, but it they, it was it sucked. I hated the canteen after. I think Kovlam as a whole closed down. That's that's uh-huh. probably why. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and Johan used to keep saying Caesar's is horrible and it's very it expensive. And, very expensive. Yeah. So you used to get like a cheese pizza this big with like for three bucks, and yeah. you're combining the five bucks, you would get like entire this much for. And then the bit. samosa, the oh, the samosa. I forgot the. So yeah. Oh boy, I haven't thought about <laughs> so that in years. <laughs> God. Yeah. And. So all of that was great memories and yeah, those everything were... actually. The bus was amazing. We bus. had great seniors. So like, much fun. So yeah. much. <laughs> like, like I mean, one day, um, I think our bus driver was. Do you remember our bus driver, Hamid? Hamma, Hamda, Ani, Hamma, Ham. What? Hamid, Hamid. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and so he was really strict, uh, and he hated all of us. And uh, hated all of us. Yeah, and I think Atif, there was a senior. I know Atif, Atif, Lakshya, and all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was this other guy also called Simil, and Atif just. I know Simil. So oh, I know this. I know this. I just. <laughs> I know he chucks it in front. He, yeah. he reaches girl. 
and i'm like shit what happened i'm like oh bad so i didn't know what ye hua kya i was just chilling out as relaxing and then we go there and i was right at the back cuz i was the one of the last people to go and i didn't know what happened then suddenly vandra ma'am came and she was just berating us over like what this you what did you do this 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 and i'm like wow what an introduction this is in the worst two months of me being in cmming i'm like this is going to be fun and <laughs> And I remember, you I, guys just never get screwed, right? Juniors are always let go. I mean, obviously we didn't do anything. So we didn't do anything. <laughs> Why would we get screwed? <laughs> yeah. So by the time I came, and that's thing. So the seniors that we had and the seniors that we were were very different. I feel that engagement factor was huge. And by the time I think the last batch that was actually really entertaining or really like, and that's thing about seniors is right. We look up to them. We are we. They they do affect us in one way or the other, whether they be good or bad. They do have a weirdly effect, especially when you're a junior to them. And then you're on the bus every single day. So after eighth grade, uh, Joan, can you hear me? Aman, I can't hear you. Yeah, uh, can you hear I me now? I can't hear you. I don't know if it's my network or your network. I think it. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Yeah, now perfect. I can. I, was it my network? Your network? I don't I no know. Idea. I don't know. I'm switching gears. Yeah. What I found extremely fascinating about that aspect was, and I spoke to Karan about this uh, and Malcolm as well. But the so after eighth grade, unfortunately, I, I never went. I used to only come back either. Um, I used to only come in the bus during the afternoon time. I never went in the morning because I used to go for morning games. Morning. And by eleventh and twelfth, I was going and coming with mom. So what happened was after tenth in eleventh grade, all of us got shifted. We got into seventy five. We got shifted from forty eight. Oh, and okay. we i hated that like i genuinely hated it like for all that my entire from 6 to 10000 one place and suddenly i got shifted to this it was like the it was like the signs and commerce of buses where like different routes were just clubbed into one and just be like <laughs> here it is <laughs> and i just couldn't relate cuz i was the only 11th grader i was generally the only 11th grader and we had 4 5 6 12 graders but i was the only 11th grader so that was not fun <laughs> So I'm like, who do I relate this? And it is what it is. And since you weren't in bus a lot, I don't think you could have related. Exactly. I was morning me. I could. I didn't go. But like the afternoon me. Yeah. That's why I'm like. And that's not for the only regret that I had was that maybe like my last two years. Um, that also affected it a lot because you had no one in the bus to talk to. Seniors yeah. always had. So that's why I used to sit with seniors. But after how much then? Like you know, I used to enjoy sitting with seniors. There were seniors I knew. Yeah, you're Larry, Sakina, and all. But. um but i found very interesting is when i came to uh, so like there was a detachment that i felt from the bus that i was very attached to and it happened very quickly and so 
I had no attachment towards like towards the last one and a half years. So that's why my transition from Dubai to India was really really easy. Because okay. when you slowly start getting detached to the bus, slowly get attached to friends, this that, it was a sad process. But in the end, it it helped me a lot because I didn't. I was ready to kind of go out and like you know really experience something new. And I had nothing that was holding me back. Right. So because of morning, it was good, right? It was good. Of course, it, I I loved it. <laughs> so that's what. But. Like these moments, right? Like the memories that you've told me right now. I haven't spoken about, like you know, you spoke about SPT, you know, like and I played in the SPT, even though it was for like a few minutes. But you, I went through the entire process of what SPT was, the training process, the few months, the pressure that were included, sitting there for every single match. What we used to see outside, I was playing, and I got to play in it. It was surreal experience. Like I can, I can't explain it to you how it was, and it was like a major, major dream come true. But more than anything. What sports? Sports taught me a lot about life, the ups, the downs, the time management, the discipline, the community. How to, how to behave in a group. How, how to, to behave in a group. In a the group. team spirit, the teamwork, working in a team was huge, and that's why. What I find very un- unfortunate, especially uh, in CBSE schools or especially in our school in general, was there was a lot to detract from. So there wasn't any encouragement for sports. And people used to think very short term, where you know people like, oh, it affect your grades. It, maybe it did, but the personality part of it, the the personality that builds, that is built, that's built after you leave school, is really impacted by sports. And that's why I have like it's this weird thing where it's because I did the three four years of and the, don't forget the multitasking was huge. You know, I had to get like three four bags at one. I had to constantly be responsible for my shit. And all these things really helped me in my life as well in the future. So I think that's where I hope, like, maybe maybe do moving forward. Like, you know, DPS does encourage more people, and it. I hope it's, it's not, not just DPS actually. I think it's the whole Indian in the Indian, Indian system in general. Yes. 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 But as and compared so, to US, they have a lot of no, um, uh, the anything. Sports, but right? I I I do see changes. I do see changes. So I'm very encouraged by the changes, and I hope. You know, I think for me. Because I've left that system, I don't have. But it's this weird thing where you still attach to it. No, that was your identity. So were you in? I had a question. Were you in um, KG once? Were you in like uh, DPS since the start, or did yes, you yes. join yes. since KG one? Dipsites. Yes. Dipsites. We're we're all dipshits. So um, <laughs> I think that's where uh, I come to the last part of my life. Was I let like the guest kind of ask me a question in general? Anything. It could be very general. It doesn't have to be specific to me. Uh, was there anything you were ever curious? I know we haven't spoken to each other in four years, so you wouldn't know much about me. But anything in general, would you ever like to like maybe ask me and kind of like summarize maybe what you've learned from this conversation? Okay. If there was one thing that you could change uh, that happened in your life, how would you change it, and what 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 would you change? I mean, if you're comfortable telling me about okay, a story. Okay. No, 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 no. So and this is a very good question, and you're gonna you make you're gonna let this me think. Is- yeah, this mm. is something that I usually ask a lot of people because a lot of people have done a lot of mistakes in their life, mm, right? And if you could course. learn something from out of the, those mistakes, mm. you could probably avoid it in the future. I, I think, I wish. Um, my only regret was I didn't make enough friends, maybe in school. Okay. So because of, as I said, because of, because of, uh, I felt that alienation from other people yeah. because I was doing this very regimented thing, morning games every day. I was so close with my 
team and everything that I just couldn't relate with what people were talking about like what people were like you know their schedules was there was like a mix in, in schedules like so I couldn't understand like their issues they couldn't understand my issues and so what happened was maybe it this could be avoided this could but I wish I was a lot more um and I think that's what I do right now is maybe just just start up a conversation just maybe like a just maybe initiate a conversation now I, I wish I would initiate more conversation that I am doing right now and so it's not a regret uh, but I think maybe initiate initiating concept and that's why that's something that I've been most proud about myself is I have started to initiate conversation networking is a networking as a child you don't think about it too much but it just talking to more people and making making more friends I think that would that was that would be my and it's very simple but yet it's so important and uh, maybe this could maybe that meant that I would be missing Dubai a lot more but that's what I say is you know it's not about living in the past but it's all about that thing when people when you remember nostalgia is also something that you can help your future with people think oh nostalgia is just about memories yes it is about memories but it's, it's through nostalgia that we're actually able to better ourselves it's about what we it's, you know that's what we say we learn from history how do we learn yeah. from history right so even like history we think it's like 100 200 300 but our history of ourselves is maybe barely 20 25 22 years with you and 19 for me so and i think that's where when you look back at it and i think that's what covid did was it gave every single person time to think for the first time in our lives no like every, it affected everyone it didn't affect only a section of society can you hear me i mean i can't hear you uh one sec one sec one second one second i can't hear you i can't hear network my network my i think it's from my side uh, let me change the Wi-Fi. So I think that's what. No, no issue, no issue. Uh, can you hear me now? Or uh, one second. Let me just let me just yeah, switch. To, uh, okay, perfect, perfect. Sorry. We can hear me now. No. All right, great. I think we'll end it here. Yes, is, yes. is more than ever. I learned how to introspect more, and you learn how to be patient, but also know when to strike the iron when it's hot uh be and i think when, something that i learned was being prompt promptness really really like doing the job when it's said when it's done and adhering to deadlines it was a huge 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 thing that i learned throughout my journey here and i think that's a beautiful way to to end it and and i think i, I also like to ask this is what's your plan let's say in the next day what do you want to complete trend like what do you want to uh, like maybe mm, achieve towards the end of the year so the end of 2021 what is something that you want to particularly achieve i don't do these five ten year plans because that's bullshit especially what that's what covid has taught me but um what what do you want to achieve by the end of this year per se? actually uh there's nothing much because mba has been <laughs> intense so i think just sail through my mba become like the top 20 percent i think we have like 440 450 people in our college so Top twenty percent becoming the top twenty yeah. is an, a big deal. So I think just that's that it. That's be, so how long is the MBA for? One or two years? Two years. Two years. Yeah. So, uh, next year, twenty three, I'll complete next next year. But I think that's beautiful. The fact that you know, I hope you do achieve that goal. You know, then the thing is that a goal in itself, when you have that in your mind, and when you, and I have, I'm really a believer of when you put it out in the universe, at least there's some power that works that helps you work towards it. Whether it be God, whether it be faith, whether it be energy, whether it be entropy. 
I'm I'm just but I, I've been learning about entropy and chemistry quite a bit where the the rate of change of chaos. So that's when the the state of chaos. I'm I'm just really interested in because that's been like my life. Life has just been um very 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 organized chaos. I would say, and that's it's a it's I know it's quite quite weird at first, but yeah. I would say when all of our lives, especially this weird chaos that has caused a lot of pain, uh, a lot of and I think that's what another thing is. I've seen sorrow. Yeah, can you sing? You sing. No, it's it's a very unpredictable situation, right? So the best you could do is make the best out of it. So, and that's I think everybody is doing that these days. So we're doing. That's, that's what we're living, and that and, and again, I'll say thank you so much for coming on. This has been we're such a such a such a nice talking to you. And that's the thing you don't notice. See, we don't initially notice about. See, it's uh, such a fun talking to you. I know, and I think that's where I've I've seen you grow as a person, and. Uh, I've seen so many changes in you as well than what you were, because I I only knew you as twelfth grade Joanne, and after that I just haven't spoken to you. I just didn't have the chance, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I do see where Johan does get his talkative nature from, <laughs> <laughs> but I also see how different people you are, and I do respect, and I hope you have an awesome, awesome, awesome day and year ahead, you know, Joanne, because yeah, you do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Enjoy. And, enjoy. I do, and I do. Also, yeah, I'll tell you the story um, outside. Like, let's just stop recording. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah.